in comes uh, Dragovic. You told me it's a flop. I asked you if the front wing was broken. I asked you I asked you to tell me if the front wing was broken and you shouted it was broken. I asked you. Is the front wing broken twice? Wait, what a f joke. Wait, I don't know. Nobody, nobody's quite sure whether the wing was broken or not. Okie and here we are back for another episode of F24U, the show about second-tier race car drivers hosted by second-tier sports analysts. Although, quite frankly, with the engagement we've been getting recently from the likes of Ralph Boshung on the Instagram page, we might well be a tier one and a half sports analysts. Oh, what do you call us sports analysts? Oh, we def- we're definitely second, in the punditry second, class. Second tier. The uh, uh, distinctly Caucasian voice you can hear in the background is my co-host and good friend Matthew Hume. How are you going today, Matthew? Just have nothing to say. That's I don't even know. Just, let's just move on. Okay, that's you feeling good. I'm yeah. feeling good. My name's Deshaun. I will be kicking us off oh, today. So are, you, are you the distinctly not Caucasian voice that you can hear? I've got a pretty Caucasian voice, but you've definitely got a Caucasian voice. I see. Yeah. I you've got really, the tonalities. Really weird specification to make. I'm not sure what kind of undertones you're trying to sell here. Today we're going to smash out a bunch of off-season news and go into the race weekend at Monza. It was a very good race weekend. We needed it after a long break between F2. Speak for yourself, mate. Okie doke. Well, I am speak. I'm speaking for the show because I'm the host. I'm sp- I'm speaking for all of us. Actually, oh, I said I'm telling you. Well, you don't think it was yourself. a good race weekend at Monza? Oh no, I just I'm just not so. You know, you've implied that I'm going to discuss the off season news. You know, oh, you're not going to discuss it. I'm going to discuss it with I'm myself. Just here, I'm just here to say Piastri is great, and I'm done. See you later. Okay, that's me, that's me for the episode. Okay, I was fully expecting like a here. Jack Doohan splurge at some point. Jack Doohan, but he's not in F two. I know he's in F three, but you still you know. Uh, you're, we'll, you're get to, him, we'll get right, to Jack. So. We'll get to Jack Doohan in a later date. I okay. have I have big ideas. The F three podcast comes. No, down. that's that's a little bit too much. <laughs> Trust me, I have big ideas. Okay. Um, we're going to start off the top with probably the biggest story of the off-season, which was back in August. It has been a while between um, trips to the buffet for us. It's only going to get better. Dan Tickdom was dropped by Williams. Not explicitly, but likely because he went on stream and no, said... No, he'd, he'd already been dropped. He'd already been he'd dropped? He'd already been dropped and then he went on stream. Okay, okay, unrelated, fair, enough. Just fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Very unfortunate timing of it. But unfortunate he'd been, timing. He'd already been dropped. Well, regardless, he uh, he then made sure he would never ever get re-signed by a academy. If he wins this, if he wins this title for the position he's in, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. But yeah, Scooby Dooby Doo, Latifi is poo. Uh, It's quality banter. First of all, that's a great bar. (laughs) Second of all, from memory, this came before the Hungarian GP, I think. Uh, Yes, back in August. In which case, at the time. Completely fair narrative. Yeah. Like, every, most people are like, oh, Latifi's going to stop. He's just there because he has money. So, like, it's not like he's not, you know, at that point being the voice of the voiceless. Mm. No. Um, but, um, you know. In theory, you've already got a really plus, shit record. Plus, he kept it nice and PG. He could have said he, he was did. shit. He but did. he said he was he poo. Did. That's not as bad. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, you know, he's already had a pretty bad record, behaviorally speaking. So... You know, talking shit on another driver, probably not ideal when that driver's an F1 and you are not. You know, you've got to play the politics with these things, Matthew. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, playing the politics. I do think it's being overblown a little bit, as Dan Tickdom things go. I mean, as things go, it's really not that bad. Um, no, he's I've, very talented I've heard, I've heard drivers within F1 say much worse about other drivers within F1 and oh, yeah. all through the classes. And that, yes, obviously, saying something about a Williams driver. And, that, and to be honest, he probably probably had a little bit of if he as I said, I believe he was already caught, so he probably had a little bit of frustration towards Williams and yes. you know, the understandable thing to be out there as well. You know, they don't want me, but they've got Nicholas Latifi. Yes, I'll be honest. As I said, as someone who graded Nicholas Latifi an A on our F one shows mid season review, rear of the I, grid, check it out. I'll tell you who I think is the better driver between the pair. And I spoiler alert: it's not Nicholas Latifi. Yeah. So no, I mean, he's obviously very talented, Dan. But the the problem is he doesn't have that massive financial backing. Like we've seen Mazepin get into F one despite saying and doing some well, really awful yeah, okay. Things. I mean, I'm sure that yes, he doesn't have his parents are not fucking you know owners of yes. Fortune five hundred companies. Yes. 
Um, yes. Um, and yeah, again, with his record, he just he couldn't afford another. All I'm saying. And is from what I heard, like he was cut because of um, interpersonal reasons. Anyway, yeah, outside probably. of you know, because his hey, performance has been good enough. He's to... gonna be fucking great in IndyCar. I'll, 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 you know, hot take. I reckon Dan ticked him. We're looking at multiple IndyCar World Championships. Oh yeah. Oh, fair enough. Or Maybe him and Callum Eilert. Well, him and, Ka- him, Callum Eilert well, and Christian Lundberg. Eilert, I still think, has a chance of making a form when a seat opens up. Yeah, yeah. He can be um, the, uh, the 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 time board holder for uh, Giovinazzi when Gio gets re-signed next year. He can, he can fulfill that role. I mean, or he could just stay as, you know, reserve driver at nah, Ferrari. I think his time there is done. But talking to Autosport. Who's going to be reserve driver at uh, Ferrari? Dan him. Uh-huh. Yes, my chances in Formula 1 are pretty much gone. I don't know many of the young drivers that get booted out of two programs. Sounds harsh, but that's what happened. Whether that's my fault or not, I've opened my mouth far too many times and said things I shouldn't have said, but I am who I am. I sort of don't quite fit the modern Formula 1 driver mold. So he... It's, it's, he's very yeah. pragmatic about it. He is, which is you know, nice to see. And he went out there in Italy and uh, was impressive. But I will get to that later. We had a few more driver changes. All these guys basically would have had a one 45-minute practice session and then jumped straight into qualifying for their teams, respectively. So kind of thrown to the deep end. We got Enzo Fittipaldi replacing David Beckman. Um, I think you'll find it was a half-an-hour practice session. Was it a half-an-hour practice half session? Half-an-hour practice session. I read on the Formula 2 official website that it was a 45-minute practice session on the Friday. I swear they're half an hour. Regardless. Well, someone I th- who's played the game and also... Um, played the game. One of them, Fittipaldi or something, said something. But, you know, maybe it is 45 minutes. Mm. See, practice is hard, isn't broadcast, and I can't say I, I watch it. But yeah, yeah, had, uh, Enzo, I don't want free practice. I mean, god damn, who watches free practice these days? Enzo Fittipaldi replaces David Beckman and joins Guillaume Samaya at Cheroos Racing, the 20-year-old grandson of legend Emerson Fittipaldi, younger brother of uh, F1 quality driver Pietro Fittipaldi, obviously. He's got a decent rep. Uh, won the 2018 Italian F4 Championship, came third in the 2018 ADAC F4 Championship, and came second in the 2019 Formula Regional European cha- Campaign. I'm nailing it. For some bonus points here, Jashan. Yes. What federation of like nationality is the ADAC? Ah, yes. I thought you were going to ask that question, so I looked it up, but I couldn't find the answer, and I gave up very quickly. Well, I'm going to guess ADAC... I'll give you a hint. I believe the clue is in the letter D. Ah, the Dominican Republic. That's not, I was going to say this is a hint. I think it was Denmark. Denmark. No. Fuck. Dutch. Nope. Ah. I believe the ADAC. Raymond Green. <laughs> based off my knowledge that, if I'm not mistaken, the ADAC is in the naming of, or used to be the naming of the German WRC round. Ah. It is the German Federation, I believe. Or, yeah, so why was the key in the letter D? Do you not know what Germany is in German? Oh, Deutschland. Deutschland. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get you, I get you. I get you. Oh, you you're, like that, you're like that lady <laughs> who goes, why Why is Munich spelled München in Munchen. Germany? And it's like, oh, jeez, yeah. I don't know. I wonder why. Ah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't guess it. You wouldn't guess it um, at all. But he's been racing for Cheroos in F3. Matt, you've been following F3. Uh, looking um, at this move, was it a good move in isolation? Um, I think so. I mean, and I think we'll get into it. I actually think this round proved it was a good move. Mm. Um, yeah, he's, you know, I mean, are there drivers that I think are better in F3 than Enzo Fittipaldi? Absolutely. Are there drivers at Cheroos that I think are better than Enzo Fittipaldi? Unless I'm mistaken, Logan Sargent's currently at Cheroos in F3, so that is a yes. But are there <laughs> drivers at Cheroos which have some money? Because that is Logan Sargent's biggest issue. He was very lucky to be on the grid in F3 this year. And that, and you know, that's the thing. It makes sense for them to just move someone up in their own thing. They kind of know what they have in him. He's obviously got a bit of backing. He's marketable with the Fittipaldi name. And like, mm-hmm. he's good. He has pace. He's, you know, had some results in F3. Um, I can't remember for sure for whether or not he's won a race, but he's definitely, you know, had, um, you know, podiums and like, strong results. And he was looking all right this season, I think, on some of the early rounds in F3. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was fair enough. I personally, to be honest, after what I've seen this season, upgrade on Beckman. 
upgrade on the Baxter. Uh, Backman's yeah. had a couple podiums. He's he been has like, had we'll a get to Backman in a sec. Oh, that's the back, uh, but yeah, Backman's underwhelmed this season, I think. You would have wanted a replacement for Samaya, though, more than Baxter. Yes, but Samaya is bringing the cash. The cash. Yes. Um, okay, well, fair enough. I'll take that. And then you had... Uh, She's doing all South American... Um, yeah, which I do rate. I do rate. I, I like that. Then you had, for, for me, what was the most underwhelming it's move. It's all Brazilian, isn't it? For the yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had uh, HWA Race Lab replacing one vit- veteran Brit with another veteran Brit, with Jake yes. Hughes well, coming in for Jack Aitken. Veteran Brit's an interesting thing for you. Oh. Veteran Hughes again. is 27 years old, mate. He, veteran, veteran <laughs> in age, only in his second ever. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. that's fair. Um, Yeah, this one, obviously, we know that HWA seat is sort of... Just sliding doors at the moment as they get drivers jump up funds for a weekend or two. Like Aitken wasn't meant to be the full time in that seat or yeah. whatever. We're seeing a lot more of driver movement than we had last season, where it was really only um, we well, basically, basically it was uh, what's his face, I've, um, Sean Galal. Sean Galal had his accident, which opened the seat for Vince. Oh yeah, and Alessi right, right, right at the end of the season, Alessi, um What's his face? Matsushita got dropped from MP. Mm-hmm. Lacey switched to that seat, and that actually opened up the HWA seat. And we had one round of JQs and one or two rounds of Teo Porsche in that seat. Yeah. But it wasn't until, like, round... I'm pretty sure we had, apart from the Galeo thing, we had, like, the solid lineup until round eight or nine of the main block, and it was only those last couple of rounds post the F3. Actually, yeah, it must have been, yeah. It was only in the rounds post the F3 season, like... Um, mm. Hughes raced the round immediately post the F3 season and then the two rounds in the last couple of weeks of the championship at um, Bahrain or Bahrain and Abu Dhabi. I can't remember whether both the last two races were, but that's when Porsche stepped in. Yeah. Um, we've seen, yeah, we're seeing a lot more of the shuffling, which is a lot more, which is commonplace in these. Like, there's heaps going on in F3, as yeah, so much of it is funds determinate. Yes. The drivers can't necessarily, you know, we knew we had a few. Who may not be secure for the whole season? Viscal, I'm sure, with the main two and they've stuck and, around. And Nanini. Nanini. Well, no, no Nanini, Nanini, that wasn't actually a question mark. So no. Nanini only dropped back because he chose he wanted to focus on his F3 campaign because he got a podium the first week and was like, oh, I guess this means I'm good. And it was like, Mateo, no, it just means you got a podium in a re- reverse grid race, buddy. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, yeah Hugh, Hugh's in, which is nice. I, you know, I feel. Hughes was someone I wouldn't have minded seeing in it. He's been good in these couple of years in F two uh, F three. Sorry, he's three wins I believe over two seasons. Had a couple last year. Was in and around the championship hunt. Struggled with consistency. So yeah. I was I was I thought it was cool seeing Hughes. Excited about a Deletta and Jake Hughes partnership, mate. I mean, once again, unless your Deletta's got a teammate much better than him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that's necessarily all that hard to achieve. No. Oh, mate, they should bring back John Luca Petikoff to be Deletta's next teammate. That could be an interesting one. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Hughes has been doing stints as Rockets reserve driver in Formula E as well as, you know, some stints in F3 and Pretty Mercedes. Pretty sure it's just pronounced Rocket. Rocket? Yeah. Really? Yeah, like, there were the guys that sponsored Williams last year. Yeah, I always thought it was pronounced Rocket. Yeah, pretty sure it's just Rocket. Try and get a hold on it. I know it's not ideal, but try. Um... What do we got? Ah, yes. And as a Mercedes test driver, he's been doing since as a Mercedes test driver this year as well. So, Hughes, he's that was, a, that, you, that was for eSports. In Formula E and as their actual, like... No, yeah. no that was eSports. That wasn't. No, oh, Formula E as in the category. Yeah, 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 yeah. eSports. No, that was their, like, sim- sim- I sim- also already did some tests for their actual F1 car as well and the uh, F2 article I read there. Oh, you got, um, the, you got no, it up. I'm nice. positive that you are a fuckwit. You're a fuckwit. Uh, and he's also a simulator for Mercedes F1 and championship winning Formula E outfits. Oh, yeah, Mercedes uh, F1. Mercedes, oh, Mercedes F1. F1, okay. Sorry, that's not Tesla, that's simulator. It's okay. Test implies he's driven the actual car. Oh, fair he's enough. Doing he's simulator. a simulator. Sim- oh, we can sim- both be work. fuckwits then, Matthew. Goodness yes. gracious me. And then just a few days before like race said, weekend. We're not, second, right? we're not second tier analysts. Oh, well, yeah, like I said, we're one and a half. One and no, a half tier we're, pundits. We're definitely seventh or eighth. Mate, seventh race. Mate, I don't think. Oh, I mean, my God. I may be a chance at being in the ADAC F4 or whatever it was, but you're looking at like <laughs> fucking Australian <laughs> Formula Ford or something, if yeah. that. Probably karting. Whatever floats your boat, champion. Oh, dear. 
Then we had just a few days before race weekend. We had David Beckman announced to replace Matteo Nanini at Campos, becoming the third driver in that car following Petakoff as well as Nanini. Beckman has... uh, To really test your notes, what car number is it? 20. Very good. Fucking dickhead. Australia Formula Ford. My arsehole. Yeah, no, that's where you're wrong. You've, you've, you've secured your spot outside of car. <laughs> I'm securing the bag, boys. Yes. I've, we've definitely not got any bags of anything. Beckman has two podiums to his name this season. A third in sprint race one in secure and second in sprint race two in Baku. Um, so I've actually real, been pretty, real, pretty not, high. Not real podiums. I've been high enough on him. I think he's been, you know, he's shown pace. He's been competitive up until this point. Um, you clearly disagree on the Baxter, but that's okay. I think him and Boshong can be a pretty decent partnership moving forward. At this point, it's just a one-race deal because Batman doesn't bring a whole lot in terms of sponsorship. They have said they want to secure him. Yes, they, they both want to um, extend if possible. But, uh, yeah, thoughts on uh, David Beckman joining Ralph Boshong over at oh, yeah. He's good enough to be in the F2 lineup. There's nothing wrong with that, but you know, he's never going anywhere further. He's nothing particularly special. Nothing particularly special. He's a confirmed driver. I think he showed that this weekend. He had a pretty miserable weekend. Um, I mean, miserable. Miserable of his own doing as well. I'm going to, I've got a lot to say about, well, not a lot to say. A lot to say about David Beckman. I've got some stuff to say. His tyres had a miserable weekend. He he put the car in some very good places and then fucked it multiple times. Exactly. That's him. But he showed potential. You know, you got to think of the potential, man. I disagree. Running around in your, your starting position at the front and killing your tyres so that you lose all those spots in the last few laps, that's not potential. That's showing you're not good enough. Okay. Well, we'll get into it. Uh, qualifying obviously happened. Beckman got P10 and took reverse grid pro, 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 motherfucker. Reverse grid Alan Prost for the first race. The man who topped the charts was uh, Piastri, who became the first man this season to get two Pole positions, having done it back-to-back now at Silverstone and Monza. Jehan Daruvula took P2 and Guan Yuzhou took P3. Did you watch qualifying? Did you enjoy it? No. No? I, d- I don't have... There's way too much going on for me to find the time to watch F2 qualifying at the moment. That's fair enough. I can accept that. Also notable, Robert Schwartzman, worst qualifying performance this season in P12. Not didn't ideal. Affect him in the slightest, though. No, I didn't. He had a strong weekend. Sportsman, Sportsman's not to do this. This is what Sportsman did a lot of last season at the start. When he in the good part of his season, he couldn't qualify for shit, and he just fucking annihilated all the races. Fair enough. So he really doesn't give a flying fuck about qualifying. The Schwartz. Um, don't know what happened to Lungard. Lungard was obviously in struggle street quality. But I must have something just got wrong with qualifying because it wasn't like he was down on pace. We'll get to that shortly. Yeah, he was in P nineteen, which was a little bit. Out of the way for where you'd want him, yeah. and in his customary position, Alessio Deletta was 22nd. And uh, Samaya was 21st, Richard Vashore down in 20th. Not ideal for uh, Vashore fans on this particular podcast. You had the dropped man ticked him at P8, you had the debutants Vitapaldi 13, and Hughes P16. Beckman Not himself. He raced around last season. Though. Yeah, but I mean for this season. He made his debut this season. See, for this... you got, you got to know it's a season debut. Oh my a, God. De- a, de- a debut a debut is your first ever thing. Okay. It's different. Okay. You should know that. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but expect, players, expect players who... No, no. But like, you can also say debut that... Debut his team, debut... But okay, you can't lump them into the same thing. Because oh how do you legitimately is making his debut? That's a that's a full debut. It's still a debut. Not just a specific I know, but they're different levels of debut. You've got to denote the difference. David hey, Beckman. This is why you're in Formula Four. You're a joke. You're a joke. I'm in ADAC F four, so I'm less of a joke than you. David Beckman, full of praise for his new team, praising their uh, Spanish passion. Reckons they can get even more out of the car moving forward than his P ten, but he was feeling good. He was feeling confident sitting up on a uh, reverse grid pole for sprint race maybe one. A weird- in comparison to Joel, but Beckman coming in and braising Campos's Spanish passion just mm. makes me think of Brits who go on holidays in Ibiza. Yeah, a little bit. He compared it to. Oh, I, just, the, uh, I really love Spain. The Spanish yeah. are great. Oh, you know, yeah. Spain, Spain has got so much to offer. You know, it's amazing. Like, they've actually got the sun, and oh, that's yeah. a bit of a mind blowing concept. <laughs> they've got the sun. Oh, the you, you love to see it. I don't even know if Beckman is British. I assume he is. He's but, German, right? Mean, but he you is, gave it a go. He is, isn't it? No, yeah. no, no, answer that. And well, you think that, you're a category David, above me in, in, in oh, analysis? I've multiple categories above him. He's Jesus got a very, Christ. he's got a very. David Beckman's one of those. There's this beautiful like crossover between anglicized names and like, tr- like German names. Because like Beckman, Beckman is German, but like 
the name as a whole fits both part, like both sides of the. Yeah, that's like, fair like enough. It, it, you could easily see it. Like it, we it, could it, it, sound, it sounds Anglo. If we want to get into like, <laughs> I'm, I don't know what the correct, I forgot what the correct word is for like the etymology. Etymology. That's I'm, all, I'm on it. The etymology it. of it. Like I feel like Beckman fits right. All is both like anglicized and then obviously that like more traditional German thing. But no, you're right. Are right? we on the fly pivoting to an anglicized was, etymology podcast? Uh, yeah, apparently. Wow. Um, and to be honest, that would imagine that would explain uh, Beckman's ADAC results if. Ah, yes. No, no that no. was... Fittipaldi. um. What's, what was Fittipaldi doing in Germany? That was Fittipaldi. You're so really, really proving I'm, yourself I've, to be up I'm there in the sports a... analysis categories, mate. You, should have, you shouldn't have opened your mouth. Uh, yeah, honestly. I'm you got to make I'm yourself the underdog day. so you don't feel any pressure. Then you'll perform. <laughs> and speaking of that's perform, right, it's time for you to step up. If you want to win, up. you've got to think to the best. Oh, fake it till you make it. That's fair enough. It's time to perform, Matthew. Let me know what happened in sprint race run. Oh, fuck no. Sprint race run. Mate, you're, you're talking a lot of shit and then fuck you up every time. This is a well operated. <laughs> Give me the breakdown. Give me the bullet points. Awesome. Give me drive, the summation. Some drivers drove some things and someone won. Good stuff. Um, oh, I was clean. Getaway. Vips. Um, it might become a theme for the early races. Um, Beckman on the front with the Red Bull car. Fucking attempted to turn hard right into them. Didn't achieve anything. Got overtaken. Vips was away into the lead. Um... <laughs> Nothing really happened in the first couple of laps. He was fairly, fairly oh, whoa, quiet whoa, whoa, and settled. Mate, mate. he had uh, Marino Sato and Marcus Armstrong collided turn one. To, yeah, to be honest, I, as much as you want me to run through this, I guarantee you've got more comprehensive races than I did. Enough, I was, all right, give me the but, fair um, I've, yeah, the next, the next major thing that happened was um, we saw three different levels of running, a little bit of running out of talent in turn one that um, just ended very badly, if you're me. Uh, so Porsche and Tick to me going side by side with I believe I can't tell you who was overtaking here. I'm guessing I think it was Tick trying to get past Porsche around the side. Yes. And they both Porsche had a slight lock up. Tickton was right on the paint, I think, probably started to lock the brakes a bit and got off it and just lost the rear of the car a bit. He kept that in control enough that like he wasn't even gonna have to go off the runoff. I think Porsche chose to take a little bit of a straight line through the corner, but Tickton Tickton had gathered it back up and was just running very right around the corner. And then Dragovich just decided that corners are completely overrated, um, locked up from like 100 metres, well, not 100 metres, but locked up the entire way in and just speared into the back of Tickdom. Who was, mm. that's the thing, like Tickdom had had a moment, had saved it. Because when I first watched the replay, I was like, oh, oh, has Tickdom fucking hard chopped back onto the track into Dragovich? And then I watched the replay, I was like, no, Dragovich wasn't, just wasn't making the corner and just speared into Tickdom. It was just there, like, well, I've got this sorted. I'm facing backwards. I've been run into by, I can't remember who it was, but someone hit his front wing. Mm. So um, that took Tictum out of the race, which is ideal. Mm. Um, I, I I do think that he should have just gone onto the runoff, though. Oh, I don't prob- think probably. To, I, I, I think probably. But your instinct is to save it and keep it on the track. And he had it. He 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 fully caught it. Like he kept it on the track. Yeah. He never well, he never ran off. He didn't go off. He didn't go off the track and come back on. He like never left. He the was track. definitely filling up he some was, curb though. Oh, he was going. He, was, he, and was, he certainly wasn't on the racing line. He wasn't on the racing line. But and if he wasn't on the racing line, then that that's the thing. The only reason Dragovich hit him because Dragovich wasn't. If that's the thing, Titian didn't cut back across the racing line. Mm. He he stayed fully on the track. Yes, he could have obviously just given up the corner completely, but you know he actually saved it. Like. He's, he saved the car from that. He saved because if no one was there and you'd done that, you'd be going, "Oh yeah, Tickton did a good job." He probably, you yeah, know, he was in a spot where he probably could have had, should have had to run off, and he actually managed to save the save the slide completely. It was so this was the first chicane on lap two. There was the, all the cars were there, you but know, they, it, was okay, it wasn't. It wasn't like they were hard there. That's again, he didn't actually come across anyone. If Dragovich had have made the corner, I don't think there would have been anything there. But Drag- like Dragovich mm-hmm. wasn't making that corner. Like Dragovich was going. If you look at it, yeah, right there, Dragovic, yeah. Dragovic was going more off the corner than I. Like he missed it by more than Porsche and Tickton did. Mm. Dragovich fucked up easily the biggest of all three of them. So I, to me, I reckon one hundred percent Dragovich's fault. The incident. I think Dragovich. I, well, I don't know for sure. I would have had Dragovich getting a penalty. No one got a penalty. Yeah, well, it's hard to penalize a guy who's already you know gone, and it wouldn't have been worthy of like a grid drop or anything. No, no race. No. It would have been a five or a ten seconder. Um, yeah. but like, you know, you can't penalize someone who's out of the race. Um, Boshong fucking drove into the back of someone. Uh, Dragovich under, under the safety yeah, car. Yeah, it was drugging. Yeah. Under the safety car. Cause obviously that Tiktum incident brought about the safety car. 
Good from Ralph. So that Bosch. was unfortunate for Boshong. Yeah, he's having a great weekend after mm. liking our Instagram. Um, then we began having um, just well, I was aware, but we had a string of just shit happening at turn one. Lawson Lawson claimed Porsche. I think it was Porsche. It was Porsche. Porsche yeah. slowed out a bit. Uh, to be honest, I think Lawson just kind of fucked it. Nah, you're having a laugh, mate. You're actually yeah. having a laugh. Uh, well, we can see who the you're fucking Lawson family no, is. No, you, if you watch it, Porsche is just not speeding up. Like, well, that's compared on, to the that's rest a, of the drivers. That's on him. If and he starts and then he slows down half. again. Maybe you missed a gear. Maybe, well, then that's a fucking mistake on his uh, part. Yeah, Lawson, you got to be more aware for that. Well, Lawson's just taking the racing line and he's going for a slipstream, yeah, which is maybe. what any driver would do. And if, and you, you watch it, like, all the other drivers have already sped up. Oh, well, in that case, I guess uh, Dragovic was at fault for Bosch on running into him too. Uh, well, no, well, safety car is kind of a bit different. They're not racing, are they? They're kind of just in a line... You, know. uh, you should be able to. You should be able to recognize the stop, shouldn't you? Yeah, but he shouldn't have had to. It certainly. Avoid. I don't think it was as much as Lawson made it out to be. He had a real sook about it on the radio, which I had a had a laugh at. Yeah, yeah he was. Uh, where um, is it? He just fucking stopped on the inside of the corner. They cannot do this. This is fucking stupid. I think at the time he was angry because they were investigating it, and he was worried he was going to get a penalty. Which oh, I I'm sure he was. was. I mean, he had to pick because his wing was damaged. Also, which that. sucks to suck. Um, Dragovic, speaking of sucking, in between Lawson running into Porsche and then... False narrative. He did run into Porsche. Whether or not Porsche stopped, do you understand what... Okay, if there is a brick wall, if someone... Yeah, if but you, you're okay, applying you agency. In, you're applying agency to well, Lawson. No, I okay, think at, if, at worst, it's 50-50 If I am running and you step in front of me and I, I run into you, I still run into you. Now, you're at fault because you've just willingly stepped in front of me, but I, I did run into you. That is oh, the yeah. act that I performed. I'm not saying it was, but... After, fine, after, Dr- not Dragovich, after Lawson and Porsche yes. had a coming together that was 100% Lawson's fault, um, Dragovich ran out of talent and just decided to fucking nope off into the gravel. Yep. Possibly the barriers. He had a bad race. <laughs> Dragovich had a shit weekend. <laughs> a terrible weekend. Uh. So um, that, was, that was great for him. Um, my note just says drug fucking sucks, lol. I said druggy loser to Descari. That's what I said. I'm calling him druggy from now on. Early contender for the title of who fucked Descari the hardest yeah, this weekend, yeah, which is the it. most important title in motorsport. <laughs> um, Piastri and Schwartz had a little bit of a side-by-side mm. battle through the Lesmos, which was exciting. And then Piastri, fucking two very different styles we saw this weekend from the two big championship contenders. Guan Yu for the most part, certainly in sprint race one, a little bit less than in sprint race two where you have a bit more leeway and then the feature race is the big one. Very conservative, just, you know, didn't want to race anyone too hard. If they had, you know, sort of momentum on him, he'd give him a room. Piastri, on the other hand, nah, playing for fucking sheep stations. And you've got to love to see it. That's that just Australian gritty mm-hmm. mentality. Didn't matter what position it was, Piastri was having fucking none of it. And he was side by side mm-hmm. with like half the field for a oh, while. Oh, yeah. And you're like, Oscar, this is going to end in fucking tears, mate. Did you not watch your own race in Bahrain? But um, I will also say, this was after Joe had overtaken mm-hmm. Robert Schwartzman and Liram Zendeli moving up to P5. Yeah. So Joe Zendeli, was making some Zendeli. moves. Oh, he was. He was. But, like, he was never going for any... There was a couple of times he backed out of those. Yes, when it wasn't, correct. He yes, was yes, only yes. going for it when it was completely on. Mm-hmm. Zendeli was having a solid race running middle of the 10 yeah. for a lot of it. I think he slipped back before some other things. His car end, retired. I know that, but he had slipped... I think he'd slipped back he, out of the... Not quite sure. No, no, he was down to, like, P7 okay, when it retired. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. Um, then we had, yes, then we had the beginning of the people who just didn't know how to do corners. Mm. Um, Beckman just fucked turn one massively. Um, <laughs> yes. that all but ended. He was, I think he was, he was still running P2 at the time, I believe. Yeah, he was P2. In that battle with, uh, Porsche and Joe. Joe. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> no, Vip. That's it. Yeah, Porsche and Vips, sorry, yes. Because Vips, sorry, yes, Vips was leading at that point. Vips had, had Porsche the behind him time. Yes. And decided to just, you know, lock the brake up for like five kilometers into turn one. Yes. Um, so that completely fucked him, and then he went backwards at a rapid rate of knots. Yes. Um, Roy Nassani decided to um, Roy Nassani it. I, I wrote down, Nassani does as Nassani do. Yep. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, or alternatively, Nassani did as Nassani does. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yes, yes. Piastri. Oh, that nearly ended in fucking yeah. tears because Nasani pirouetted right in front of him and Piastri had to make a real late jag to avoid it. But he did, and then it was all up from there. The Piastri Porsche made the move to get past Vips. Vips then decided he too could fuck turn one. 
Mm. Um, and that really cost him as he also plummeted backwards at a fairly yes. rapid rate of knots. Yes, he did. Uh, I then had Zendeli, Big Sad, had good race as his car gave up on him from a good position. Yeah. In yeah. all of this chaos, because it really wasn't in um, the highlights package, because I, I redid the highlights packages to write down on my notes what happened. Don't think a single Christian Lungard overtake was in that. But in <laughs> all of this, Christian Lungard, the man who started P19, was now P4. Mm-hmm. And I was fucking loving it. Yeah. For a bit of a, a bit of a comeback Christian Lungard racer. Hey, I still exist here, guys. You know, all the talk is, oh, will it be Nick DeVries at Alpha? Will it be Guan Yu Zhou at Alpha? Will it be Porsche because he's their driver at Alpha? What about Piastri, who is very obviously the most talented driver out of all of these people, but has the least amount of money? And Christian Lungard's like, you know, I, I do still exist. It's not going to be me, but I am still here. <laughs> yeah. um, and that was about... It for everything that happened in the race. We'd also had Swartzman. I can't remember exactly what he did, but Swartzman picked up a five-second penalty uh, I think it was the safety car restart. He went off track and gained Yes, he did. He did, which was a stiff one. Yeah, it was but... a bit stiff. I mean, he also had a couple moments. Like, he pushed Piastri right wide during their little duel, <laughs> which, you know, if this was F1 in Austria, he would have gotten a five-second penalty for that anyway. So. That wasn't the same level of pushing wide, but yes. Oh, I don't think it wasn't. He didn't push him out as wide. The he F1, was, he the had F1 like once one, fully had them off the track. Oh, he had one tire on it the did, track. It, barely, it didn't even cost Piastri. No, it didn't because Piastri's a gun, but yeah. it was still it was still pretty. Um, yeah, so came home, Porsche taking the win from Guan Yu Zhou and Christian Lungard, who bumped up to that P3 with Schwartzman's five-second penalty. Yep. Piastri fourth and Schwartzman dropped back down to fifth, so limited damage for Piastri. Um, really good sprint race for him, obviously coming from 10th and driving back up to fourth. Lungard, obviously, went P19 to P3. Swartzman, unlucky with the penalty, but all in all, fairly solid race for him, P12 to P5. Um, and Liam Lawson, who, after his wing, came out last and drove up to P5. It's pretty fun good. P5, well. P5? Yes, Liam Lawson finished P5. Did I swear it was Swartzman. No, oh, Swartzman right. no, was down to P6 because of the penalty. My mistake, my mistake. Yes, no, you're right. Lawson did come back well mm. on that one. You fucking... Kind of blocked that, block that out of my memory. What's your thing with Liam Lawson, mate? You got I think, some I think it's just how much you love him. He's the most exciting um, driver on the grid. He definitely. He is. always he's always in the highlights packages for one reason or another. Okay, but so is Piastri. Oh yeah, mostly because he's Pia- winning. Also, a lot Piastri. I and disagree in that case because if you go off that, the most exciting guy in the grid is Roy Nassani because he's also <laughs> always in the highlights. Yeah, but packages. but Lawson is always. I don't know. There's something about the way he drives. He always goes for the overtake. He always goes for the Oh, move. yeah. He's a, he's a very driver. brave driver. No doubt. No doubt. And he's, he's very, very good. And oh, he's yeah. been fucking unlucky this year as On well. On to Sprint. Yeah, well, you know, I look forward to him joining Lungard in IndyCar in that case. Quite possibly. but I, That's what's happened to Lungard. Terrible luck. But, you know, there were some, just some uh, little notes after Sprint Race 1. You know, Beckman finished P10, so he got reverse grid pole for a second race in a row. <laughs> Tremendous stuff. Oh, yeah. Truly tremendous stop he, start. Him and Vips both basically just um, lost their tyres towards the end of the race, from what I could tell. Like, yes, well, having a 100-metre-long lock-up on the front tyre will kind of do that. I think that he was already losing them at that point. Oh, yeah. That point. That's why they both lost it, because they just they were swerving all over the place and they just didn't have any grip, which happened a lot this weekend. And then, um, so this was the Lawson quote after, after the race. A bit more reasonable. Um, unfortunately, I don't have an onboard and on the TV cameras, you cannot really see what happened, but it's disappointing to get brake checked on the exit of a corner like that. It damaged my wing and he was very, very lucky to be able to continue without a puncture. So, you know, obviously we can't just take his word on face value, but he oh, thinks he got brake checked. I like the, what well, no, cause I've just seen your notes. I like yeah. that. Lawson has said, oh, you can't really see on TV. And Jashan's gone, I respectfully disagree, Mr. Professional Driver. <laughs> I can clearly see that Porsche was later to accelerate than the rest of them. So I, I yeah. can No, I can Because you can so see apparently, it. apparently you, you can read motorsport better than Liam Lawson can. You can watch the replay. You so can I guess see. He's not very, I guess Lawson's not very good if he couldn't see what you could. You can watch the re- This was directly after the race he said this. So he's, you know, heat of the moment. This was directly, like, you watch the replay... And you can see the other drivers accelerate at a certain point, and Porsche starts to speed up, and then he slows down again, and then he goes off. I'm not saying it's malicious; it was probably just a mistake. And you know, the other the other side, Lawson could have you know just gone on a different line, but he wants to take the racing line. He wants to get the slipstream. It's fair enough. Yeah, it's it's just unfortunate. I'm not trying to blame anyone, but it's unlucky. Sounds like you're trying to blame Porsche. Late, I, I think <laughs> you've got an anti-French agenda. And, wow. 
Coming from you, sir. What are you talking about? I get love Jeremy Poshet. He's my second favourite driver on the grid. Get out my face, you dirty dog. You dirty dog. Oh, my God. Roman Grosjean's a king. The amount of freaking... Big Jean-Eric Verne fan. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to move on from that. But, yes, race two. Miss Sebastian Bourdais and his classes. Yeah, yeah, race two. It started off much like race one, almost uh, exactly like race one. Uh, yeah, Beckman versus a Red Bull-sponsored driver, and Beckman getting destroyed by a Red Bull-sponsored driver. Um, Not even like... This he... time he tried to assassinate Daruval off the start. No, he was trying He's trying to cover them oh, off, I know, right? it, I know it, I know yeah. it, but it, it was aggressive both times. It was yes. very aggressive. So, yeah, if you don't watch the sport, you got um, the it two... Was Lewis, it was Lewis or Max trying to cover off each other yes. in that, except Backman's not in a title fight, and they're just a couple of random Red Bull drivers. Yes. But, you, you, I mean, you rate the assertiveness. But, yeah, you've got the two guys on the front row... Obviously, Beckman's in P1 and Daruvel is P2. What Beckman's trying to do is he's trying to kind of swerve over in front of Daruvel to take the racing, like the inside line, and cover him off. But both times, he's either just gotten a slow Look, start. He's just missed it by a mile. He's missed it by a mile. Yeah. Two races in a row. Um, then, well, it was quiet through turn one, more or less, um, as, you know, in terms of turn one at Monza. Mm. Um, and then we got to the second chicane and I don't know for sure who it was. I think just based off what I could see of car colors and where people were running in the race, I think it might've been JQ's, which is unfortunate that is the case, but, um, one of either the HWAs or the dams decided to just straight up. So it was either Armstrong. Well, yeah, it was one of Armstrong, Hughes or Deletta. I think it was on um, Hughes. Just tried to straight up fucking yeet Lungard into turn three, send him. You, you're like, mate, pulling faces at me as if Lungard didn't very obviously get rear-ended. Um, what are you talking about? You kind of lost the rear-end already anyway. No, he didn't. It's through Retophilio. Are you fucking shitting me here? Retophilio. Yeah. Thankfully, everyone avoided him. Yeah. good. I- what are you talking about? He'd already lost the rear end. Well, yeah, I, I, from what I saw, I, I just thought he lost it. I don't, yeah, I'm happy no, to, There's a very obvious fucking replay. I'm happy to rewatch it here, Chief. Where, why are you no longer giving me Sprint Race 2? What are you doing? Fucking hell, Formula 1. Get better at life. Let's, let's mute this so we don't get copyright strikes. Oh, I'm just going to cut this part out anyway. That would make sense, but, you know. Not a buffoon. That involves me putting trust in you, which I obviously cannot do. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Fuck yeah, dude. Yes. Look at look at that look at him spinning all by himself as a car drives uh, into yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Are I'll you yep. actually fair shitting enough, fair me? Enough, fair enough, fair enough. He's had a, he's been rammed. He's been rammed. I'll accept that. Yeah, he just walked <sighs> Ah. So yeah, Longard got straight up yeeted, which was unfortunate because mm-hmm. he would have been having a very strong weekend otherwise, considering his dismal qualifying. Mm-hmm. Um, we then had some really good racing between Piastri and Porsche. Um, they went side by side a couple of times. And then I have three straight notes that are Lola Deletta. Yep. Um, for him just unnecessarily tangling with Hughes, which Hughes was ecstatic about. Ah, oh, yes, 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 yes. What fucking Alessio, Alessio, man. What the fuck is Alessio doing? I believe Then I the have quote. Lol at Samaya. Yep. Because his car just stopped. That yep. Was, that wasn't here. It was just Lol that. Yep. And I had Lol at Nasani because uh, he ran out of talent again. I can't remember which corner it was, but he fucked something. So Dan Tickton was in the middle of a shit sandwich between Nasani and Deleda. Um, Nasani drives directly off the road. So he was kind of like, you know, he's racing and then he's like, okay, the track's this way. Um, I'm going to go off the track. And that's what he did. He just drove off the road and then Deleda instantly lost his spot to Dan Tickton. Yes. 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 But yeah, so I had three shit just lol at the three shittest drivers on the grid. It's very fair. Um, then Teo Porsche thought he could get in on the Foxit club. Um, I'm, I'm assuming this was turn one again. It's always turn one when they fuck it. Uh, so he fucked that. And then David Beckman was like, well, I did it yesterday and I hate myself, so I'm going to do it again. And he once again fucked turn one, this time with a little bit less severe consequences, but, you know, still mm-hmm. dire. 
that gave Viscal P2, um, although not without Beckman trying to um, kill Viscal in the process. Yes. As he came, rejoined the, went through the escape road off there, did all that correctly, rejoined the track. So Viscal had a massive run in him, obviously, and was like, well, I'll just chop down in front of you because, you know, that's a perfectly legitimate racing move that I won't get punished for because stewards only give out punishments when it benefits Lewis Hamilton. Yes. Um, and or damages Christian Lungard because I'm still salty about that Bahrain penalty. Deruvula, <laughs> um, by this point, it should also be mentioned, um, has not been mentioned because he, after getting the lead into turn one, he just checked the fuck out. He was gone. He won by like seven seconds or something. Yeah. He was just... He always, I feel like he always does this. When Deruvula gets his win, he just ends up in the, ends up in the front other than he just pieces the fuck out and just has a quite odd race by himself, does absolutely fucking nothing. Um... Yeah, so I had lol at Beckman then because after, obviously, that locking the tyre, he tried to kill Viscar, then he got passed by Sportsman as well, which meant he did not get the podium. It was Deruvla ahead of Viscar with his personal best in yeah. F2 and Robert Sportsman with a podium as he continued to have a very strong weekend. Oh, yeah, he looked uh, really good. Piastri came home, I believe, seventh and also took fastest lap to get him four points, gaining another three points over Guan Yu Zhou, who came home in eighth. Yes. Correct. Very good. Um, and, you know, I mean, if you want to run us through who was in between, Beckman oh. in fourth and Piastri in seventh, feel free. Vips was sixth. Who was fifth? Beckman was fifth. Oh, sorry, Beckman Lawson. lost a spot to Lawson, Lawson as well. Yeah. I genuinely just blocked out Liam Lawson's weekend beyond yeah, race three, Yeah, it's pretty disrespectful because, again, this was a fucking superb performance by Liam Lawson. This is what I'm talking about, the brave driving. I think it a was... A superb performance moving up from P6 to P4. Truly, the, the, the truly moves he did. The mo- did you see the moves he did on Vips? Gorgeous. Sublime. His move, his move on Vips was good. Ecstatic with that one. Oh, it was I superb. I thought you had to say the move was ecstatic, and I was like... No, 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 I was ecstatic not with not the a, move. Not a great, I was, not an I was straight up chuffed. Chuffed. Fair enough. Um, but, you know, and Schwartzman was also very, very good. Uh, I, think, on it, I think at this point, Schwartzman well. was the big winner of the weekend. Yes. Um as he obviously needs to get strong results to keep himself in with the title fight. In the conversation. Um, what's his face? Piastri are checking out a little bit. Yeah. That brought us on to the feature race, where obviously Piastri is starting. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh you've got more you want to say. Okay. Oh, shout out to Jehan Daruvala, because I've been talking shit for most of the year. I don't think he's very good, but he drove very well in this particular race. He got the job done. Um, am I right in saying that he's done this before? He's like started off last year very slowly and then warmed into the second half of the year? Yes. Yes. He's okay. been in one of the Bahrain rounds. Right. We'll see if he can continue that form fashion. moving forward. His biggest influences are his family, Fernando Alonso, and Virat Kohli. So, you know, he's, he's inspired by some... Fernando um, Alonso, traditional Indian icon. Yes, 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 absolutely. Big kind Nando of guy. a bit disrespectful to Karun Chandok <laughs> and Narain Kartikeyan. Oh, I know, I honestly, say. honestly. And obviously, the Lord Mahavir. Mahavir. Although Mahavir is he's a Dutch. bit more similar... A bit Dutch-Indian. <laughs> yeah, he's Dutch. A bit, bit, more, bit more of a similar <laughs> generation. He drives under the Dutch flag, though. Uh, mm. It was Schwartzman's fourth podium of the year. He's going very well. And it was Trident's first ever podium in F2, which came at their uh, home race, which is very nice. So good for Ben Viscal. Yeah, Trident is Italian. Never yeah, 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 yeah. When um, old mate Beckman. Yeah, yeah. When Baxter was talking about his uh, Spanish pa- passion at Campos, he was uh, comparing it to the Italian passion he used to experience with Trident, I believe, in F3. Yeah, he might have right. Yeah, I think yeah. he did, did some oh, Absolutely. He loves, he loves European year. passion, he does. There you go. And yeah, if the first race was chaotic, this one was kind of clean but impressive. I enjoyed Sprint Race too. Arkham Beckman, with his anglicized-sounding German name, is just really intimidated by, like, the Culture. intensity of Germanness ah, and yeah, the yeah. fact that, like, Germans take all of these normal words and put 37 <laughs> syllables and make them screamed. <laughs> and so Beckman's just like, yeah, no, I just like the Spanish and the Italians because, like, they're more, like, relaxed and go with the flow. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, yes, feature race. Feature race, big front row of Piastri and Deruvala. Piastri nailed it. Deruvala fucked it, dropping spots to both, I believe, Vips. Jules and Lawson, you mad cunt. No, it was Lawson. Okay, sorry. No, that would that makes more sense. Vip started in the front row. Yep. Vips, yeah, Vip started. It's just it Lawson gets very before. confusing with seventeen Red Bull coloured cars, and they're from different teams as well. Yes, and yes. That's oh, it's a real headache. Um, no, you're right. I then uh, lol at Samaya for the second time this weekend. No, third time. That's three DNFs from three for Guillaume Samaya. Yes, yes, but I can't remember what he did in race one, so I didn't. 
didn't roll. Uh, I don't, don't even think he made the highlights package of race one. There's oh, nothing interesting. Race one, Guillaume Samaya. Where are ya? Where are ya? Ah, no, you're not wrong. I don't think he did anything. Yep. He just kind of stopped in race one. Fair yeah. enough, but still, so, three so DNFs Lola, from Lola, three. Lola Samaya for spinning out all by himself at the second Lesmo. Um, yeah. Yuri Vips decided to just die directly in front of Dan Tictum. Yes. Which was unfortunate, but um, Tictum should have just avoided it. What? This was a. This is different because Vips actually oh, no, had a no, problem no. with know, his car. I know, I know this is different. Yeah. I know. I'm aware. I'm and not, Dictum, not Dictum but, didn't take damage. But, um, he took slight nose damage. Well, he did. He, he yeah, didn't take he, any he wing did, damage. Yes, so he, he was lucky not to get wing damage. He was. Um, did, I mean, to be honest, what it, well, in that case, what it tells me is high tech needs to build better front wings because the definite harder impact. No, well, I mean, there was oh, a, yeah. unquestionably a harder impact here because Vips was coming to a complete stop and ticked him around the back. Oh, yeah. Whereas Porsche and Lawson were still at momentum. It was unfortunate. But um, you've also but no, you've Tictum, missed... Tictum should have avoided it. You've missed a Lawson a, highlight I've a, again. I've got a... Okay, I didn't write down every single overtake. I just couldn't be asked. What did he do? It was... Look at this from Liam Lawson! Alex Jacques was losing his mind. It was brilliant. Moves past you through the Roger Chicane. Okay, I, I basically... I filter out... Um, Caucasian commentators I see. teasing about Caucasian drivers, unless it's Oscar Piastri okay. at this point in my Formula One. You're not life, a fan so of Alex Jacques and Alex Brundle? I actually love Alex Jacques. I was going to say, oh, yeah. was, again, this he he might not be the most consistent driver, but he's always in. Oh, he races. He, he's an exciting best racer. Best moves for the he's weekend. He's an exciting racer. But no doubt. Continue, sir. No doubt. Um, but no, no, I'm just going to stick with my narrative. I said uh, Lawson should have dodged it. Tickton should have dodged it too. Yeah. Tell the driver who's behind. Fair enough. Um, safety car obviously came out for Vips being parked up on the track. That yeah. led to pit stops. Um, Rip Drogovic. <laughs> the good old double stack. Double stack, yeah. We had five drivers stay out who were on the alternates, them being Tickton, Takuma Sato. <laughs> I think it was Takuma Sato. Marino Sato, uh, Lungard, Armstrong, and Alessio Deletta. Yes. Sato's car then decided, nah, not interested in this G, and just stopped. Yes. Um, I forgot to put it in my notes, but this led to the truly fascinating scenario of a restart with Alessio Deletta in fourth with all the yes. championship contenders right behind him. Yes. And he kind of raced a couple of them, and then I was only like half, I was doing something else when I was watching some of this race. And so I don't think I was, like, staring at the screen. From the audio, he just kind of, like, pulled over and let them... Yeah. <laughs> he was like, you know what? And in fairness, if that's actually what happened, like, that's probably the best thing a lot is to let Definitely his highlight of the year, for sure. And he's just going, you know what? You know what? I do not belong here. I am just going to get the fuck out of the way. Let everyone pass me and then just drive around last. Yeah. Um, smart by him. Uh, Daruvala and Glenn Yuzhou got a little bit ugly through... One of the first two chicanes, they had a little bit of a coming yeah. together. Nothing, nothing bad really came from it. Just a bit of an ugly moment. Well, it was, it was, it was a back and forth because you know Jehan, Jehan or Jehan, the big Duva uh, took the spot. I think it was they're fighting for provisional P two in theory. I see, no, it was, it but was, he it took was, it yeah. off track. He took it off track, but and then Joe and up later. I yeah, guess, exactly. So a but yes, it was. He probably should have given that one back. Yes, and then and then yeah, Joe and Duvalier yeah, collided. But uh, yeah, he should have just given him the place, so they shouldn't have been racing anyway. Which I thought was a bit yes, strange. Yes, weird. Um, I honestly can't remember. Did Drogovic? Oh, that's right. Drogovic had some weird thing where apparently he must have asked the team <laughs> yes. if he had wing damage, and they <laughs> thought they'd asked him if he had wing damage and interpreted that as him saying he did have wing damage. So they told him to box, and then he got in, and they saw her, and then obviously the mechanics looked at him like. The wing's not broken. And then you had to come with the radio being like, you told me the box. And they were like, you said you had wing damage. He's like, no, I asked you if I had wing damage. And so, um, yeah, to be honest, um, at this point, five rounds in, I'm ready to raise my hand and say, um, I think I was right. Drogovic, I don't think Drogovic is winning the championship this season. Yeah, Drogovic's not going to I think we can uh, chalk that one up as a big old F. The mystery he, of the broken He has been wing, probably mate. the most underwhelming driver this season for me. I think not only has that, I'd say he's been completely outdriven by Guan Yu Zhou, which I like Guan Yu Zhou is good, but like, but Joe was mostly completely outdriven by Isla last season. Like, I don't think Joe is, you know, an absolute, like, or, you know, like if your teammate's Piastri or something and you're getting outdriven by Piastri, I think it's like, well, duh, your teammates. Well, like Porsche, it's like, yeah, but your fucking teammate's Piastri. Yeah. Like, that's a me feel. But um, yeah, so Drogovic, yeah, being disappointing. 
Um, then a bit of heartbreak as Lungard went for the pits, was the first to jump for the pits. So initially when I was like, yeah, I think that's the way to go. Get in early, give yourself the most time on the soft rubber to see if you can. And then straight away, Liam Lawson's car failed and he decided to be a complete fuckwit and just stop it right on the track. Didn't even try to pull off out of the way. Yes. Yes, Rafafilio. Yes. His yes. fire extinguisher, fire extinguisher went, off. went off. Yes. Um, good to see. That's been a lot of since I've had one of those. Oh, nice yeah. to have <laughs> Got to have one a season. <laughs> Got to have one a season. But yeah, it was a weird spot for him to stop. He had was, multiple yes. chances for him to pull off anywhere else that wasn't right on the track. But clearly he wanted to see the world bird, or he's a huge Dan Tictum fan. Yeah, he's definitely not so I had it written down. He's just trying to help his bro Dan Tictum get the so, dub. So, kind of sucks for Lungard. I've just left on, uh, we couldn't have gone like two more laps. That's unfortunate. But yeah, great news for Tictum, who started, I think, 10th or 11th and was already gaining spots into turn one, three start. Jean Piastri went side by side a couple of times. Had a nice Because obviously, the safety, because Lawson brought about the safety yes, car, so the leaders the can, car, could so, have pitted. So, Tickton was already well. He was Tickton was the only one left, and he got yeah that free pit. Um, so he came yes, out. Yes, he came out because I think at that point in time, like the letter obviously let everyone through. Armstrong just got passed by a bunch of people. Yeah, Whereas can, can Tickton, you admit now that Marcus Armstrong just doesn't cut the mustard? He's not good enough. He's as good or better than David Beckman. Yeah, but I mean, did that? Oh no, I don't think Armstrong. I don't think Armstrong making the next step. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he can't qualify for shit either. By the way, yes, I think Dams has some. Issues with that car. Fair enough. And that, like, Drew, that's one of the only good qualifying performances Drewler's had all season. Yeah. Um, I think I'm sorry, actually made a comment they need to work on that. Drewler is a Carlin, but. Yeah, I know he is this season. Who's yeah. the other Dams? Ah. Ah. It's Roy Nassani. Yes, of course. But yes, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, my point exactly. Yes. Armstrong's uh, acknowledged they need to work on their car for Fridays. He has, yes. Um, but yeah, so Armstrong that, whereas uh, Tickton was still actually holding out the lead and Lungard had only been passed by Piastri and Zero and was running P4 and holding pace. That was the other, that was the disappointing thing for me. It's obviously just, I, again, I don't know what happened on that Friday in qualifying, but Lungard very clearly was one of the fastest cars this yeah. weekend. He was able to hold the pace when he was there. Um, so yeah, Tickton got a restart in like, as I said, 10th or 11th, whereas uh, Armstrong and Lungard were like 15th and 16th or something. Just, Struggled to make an impression. Mm. Uh, yeah, nice battle between John Piastri. Oh, Tictum, that was awesome, yeah. Tictum then made one of the, for me, honestly, the all-time great racing saves. As, again, I, I can't, I, the replays weren't enough to show me who it was, but someone just fucking drilled. No, he them. did lose this one. He did. He oh, lost no, he, this, he, he, and then. He, no, he, he had context as well. He got driven. It doesn't come across. Uh, did you watch the full race? The yeah, race? I saw it. He, he lost the car first. And oh, yeah, he no. He was, he was losing a bit, but then yeah. he actually got run into it. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. He would have he pulled it up. I think he would have no, been He fine. was tagged by Ralph Boschung, but he had already yes. started to lose the car. Yeah, but again, like, if you, he, the only reason he went spearing so far off the track is because, which means, you know, Again, if he was losing the car and Boshung hit him, Boshung was losing it even more. Boshung oh, yeah. No. Missed the break. Yes. And there were two drives in Tickton, front of them that Tickton, lost it as well. Tickton was starting to probably, yeah, got a little bit too ahead of himself on that. It was a little bit of a lockup in the end. Boshung just speared into the back of him, which launched Tickton somehow. It wasn't a spear. Split. It was a tag. It was a little... It was, an, it was enough to completely remove the weight from the rear end, which gave Tickton no control. Yeah, I mean, he was already there. swerving, though. So I, I don't think it was... You can't just blame Boshy. It was it was a mix. Of, I think yeah. I can because no one got penalised for. A reason. Oh no no I don't I don't yeah, see, I don't think it was necessary. Yeah I'm not but like I'm not saying it was oh Bosch and you're so fucking terrible but he did you know went into him at a fairly you know reasonable rate of knots. Um, yeah, ticked him speared his way somehow between the two cars in front of him. Zero contact for anyone. Well, um, two cars in front of him went off. Went off the track as well because they had lost it too. They too, yes. Or so see, I I, inter- I interpret that as them actually seeing Tickton coming and just taking evasive action. Uh, I don't. I don't. Well, think, they yeah. Because it, it, did, it didn't moment. really look like they were necessarily missing the corner. It was more a ninja. But yes, they all somehow no contact. I love the cheeky bit where they decided to investigate Tickton for like missing the corner. I was like, well, like, like it was voluntary. Hmm. Um. So it was for not following so, race instructions. Yeah. Sorry. That's what. It, yes. So I don't know, maybe Which, they told him to give a place back and then they and that, realized... that's what I was wondering. I was like, did they tell him to give like a... Or no, because then they said... Um, I think they said something about the correct like read your... Like you've got to... Right. Not taking the correct... Like when you miss the corner, you're meant to do like the certain thing or whatever. And I was like, okay, but like... He wasn't in control of the car till he was off the track. Yeah. It's not like he's like, oh, I've missed the braking zone. Let me take that correct thing where you go around this marker and read your... Like... 
he was fully off the track when he regained control. So, yeah, so they unsurprisingly didn't give him a penalty for that. And then we had half the grid crash at turn one. I think Viscal was involved for sure. It was Beckman and Viscal. Beckman just continuing to have a fucking great weekend. Art uh, took Viscal out of the race, which brought out one last safety car, which um, cost Tickton P. I don't think Tickton was going to catch Piastri. Uh, I reckon he was gone for the win. It was, oh, no, no, no. He was, he was on. I, I just, the way I was counting it, because he was basically taking one car a lap at turn one. Yeah. And he would have got, they were on lap 28 when it came out. 27. Oh, sorry, they were on, no, no, it was earlier. It, it was, was later than that. I'm positive, because I'd, I'd worked it out. He only had two overtaking opportunities left. I believe it was... They may have even been on lap 29 when it came out. Uh, like, actually, yeah. I reckon they were. Because I was like, he's going to get Joe next yeah, if lap. If I had any money, gonna... I'd bet money that it was lap 27. Lap 29. Wait, 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 wait. I told you. This yeah. is already safety car. No. Safety car's just uh, come out fair now. Enough, I told fair you, enough, that's the thing. Fair enough, fair He had enough. one last opportunity. He was going to get Joe into turn one, lap 30, and mm. then he would have run out of time to get Piastri. That's fair. So, yeah. Good thing I don't have any money to bet. Exactly. Um, I was okay because I was very vested in this because a I like Tiktum, but b I was like Tiktum's got to get Joe because that's used for Piastri. That's like three extra points. Yeah. Um, so it didn't happen. Um, I also noted down. Yeah. So Piastri ended up taking the win from Joe and Tiktum on a safety car. Um, one of the early takeaways I had for this, I'm not quite sure where he lost a little bit. Might have been with guys like Tiktum and that coming through and that, but. Fittipaldi had been having a great race and ended up recovering. It ended up being seventh, but at one point he dropped back down and I thought he was going to miss the points, which would have been pretty disappointing. But I, I do believe he came seventh. Uh, nope. No? Nope. For sure came seventh. Fittipaldi came twelfth. Twelfth. Okay. Um. Yeah, okay. So, no. So, yeah. Okay. So, he's, no. Yes, you're right. So, he'd been running in seventh for a lot of it, I think. And then, yeah, just the way it all shook out, he ended up outside of the points. For sure, actually, he didn't come seventh. He got disqualified. Yes, he did. Um... But yeah, so I was, yeah, I was a bit not quite sure what happened, but disappointed for Fittipaldi because I thought he looked really good in this race. But yeah, yeah, for sure got disqualified. Someone has, someone not important because I've already forgotten who it was. Someone has a grid penalty next race. Bo- right? Beckman. Beckman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the two pen- penalties. Really undermined your argument this weekend. I was, I was very much giving my opinions on Beckman's season factoring in this weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah um, obviously. I mean, look. He was dreadful. Um, he still collected, I think, six points for the weekend. That's not... Considering he started first twice. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that would have given him 30 points. It was not a good weekend. No, no. But I, I think he showed promise. In any case, um, the penalties you had for sure was disqualified because apparently the combined weight of himself and the car was below minimum requirements. Yes. According to Article 5.A of the Technical Regulations. Indeed, you've got to, have, so, you've got to achieve a minimum weight. That's why they weigh the drivers yeah, after the race yeah. so that they know, you know, that the car, they can take factor the drivers. They weigh the car and the driver on the weight route. Then you've got to weigh the driver so that they know the car. Yes. Is, you know, all of that. Yeah, um, the MPs fucked their calculations, mate. Yes. Um, and Lungard. After that penalty, did recover to get points again from P19. Just wasn't a crazy enough of a um, sprint race. And real realistically, I mean, obviously Tickton was in the spot, and we've seen this before. Tickton, uh, Tickton just carves through fields in these situations. Yes, he does. He's done this again. Eight overtakes. But this, um, um, alternate soft strategy. Um, yeah, it just the race didn't go well for an alternate runner. Obviously, when the safety card came out, it gave all the. Regular strategy runners, a free pit stop. Yes. And then, obviously, Lungard just missed. Being the second able to get the free, free pit stop, the free yeah. pit stop for himself. Um, so, to get into the points from P19, I was happy enough with that. Um, yeah, on the whole, of the guys I consider probably be the four legitimate championship contenders, obviously, um, banging weekend for Oscar. He oh, absolutely yeah. nailed it. Race win, P4, and a P7. There was only one race where uh, Joe outscored him, and that was the first one where Joe got 12 points to, I believe, Piastri's 8 or 9. I don't know what Piastri's first ever feature race win as well. Yes. In F2, what he called redemption for Silverstone, which was yep. nice. Uh, then solid weekends for Joe and Schwartzman. Obviously, Joe had a pair of podiums and was in the points. The other one, Schwartzman, for that P12 qualifying, had a fifth, uh, sorry, a sixth, a third, and was he fourth? Fourth in the sprint on the race? Feet, in the feature race? Fifth. The feature. Um, Schwartz, fuck, I've gone the wrong I was going to say. Schwartz was six. Schwartz was six. Yeah, that's more than good enough. A Porsche had a great weekend as well, but I think he's a little bit too far back in the championship. It's fair. Unless he gets on a real, like, 
Schumacher no. string of just all podiums. It's Piastri, Zhu, Schwartz, and Tictum. Tictum, and then Tictum. Tictum, I listed as mixed. That's a thing. I, Tictum himself, I think, had a perfectly good weekend. The stuff that Tictum was in control of, he did well. Yeah. But, you know, this is one of those ones. Circumstances kind of outside his control. Thing. Obviously, he was right up near the front for um, the first sprint race. And, you know, that's the thing. It was – he he'd sort of saved his mistake and then Dragovic just ended it for him. Yeah. He was always going to be have a massive uphill battle to get anyone near the points in the second sprint race. And then, you know, he drove a sublime feature race. Very nice. Very nice indeed. But with three rounds to go, he's getting pushed into being right on the bubble for really. I mean, he's less than 50 points back, and there is 55. Really only three rounds left. Mm. Sochi in the two Middle yep. Eastern. Yeah, we got, we got Sochi in just a week and a half, probably about a week when this comes out. Then we have 10 weeks, or maybe even 12. It's not until first month of December. So, yeah, we got. Oh, yeah, we've got about 10 weeks. We've got the end of September, yeah, all of October, all of November till the race in um, uh, Jeddah and then obviously Abu Dhabi. Yeah, because obviously Sochi's just in two weeks, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, it was a week and a half. Mate. Yeah, week and a half. Yeah, very true. Um, So, yeah, that'll be – it's not been a good format at all. I think this – no. The breaks between this, it's terrible. I think a lot of the drivers, especially even still, Jaxi was talking about it, you know, some of the mistakes, just the drivers, you know, coming in, you know, like, to use a wrestling term, ring rust. So I guess, like, yeah. you erase that because you, a lot of them, a few of them are filling in doing other categories here and there and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, Lunga did a um, IndyCar race, which I can't tell you where he finished, but I know he qualified fourth for it. Not half bad at all. Not, no. A lot better than where I lot qualified for the race on the weekend, um, unfortunately. <laughs> talentless fool. But, uh, yes, that's why he came second and is a Ferrari reserve driver. Yeah, yeah, talentless. Um, but, you know, and then, like, a few of them, you know, like, Nanini's off doing F3, but he's not. But that's the thing. Yeah, so for a lot of them, they've just done no driving for weeks now in terms of, like, actual racing yeah, in the car. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's just so dumb. They either need to – that's the thing. I understand why they're having less rounds, less flyaways, less, you know, travel and stuff like that. But if that's the case, it probably needs to be more condensed into Europe or it needs to be, you know, solid. Like, really, it probably – that's the thing. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it, oh, we'll have less rounds and like that. But we're also, we're going to make sure we hit all of the big, you know, we'll have it in all, all the big, you know, big money, like, Middle Eastern events. You can't yeah. go all well, Dubai at the very start of the season. And we'll also be there for Jeddah and Abu Dhabi because it's eight rounds. But you, you're, thinking, you're splitting eight rounds over a 21-round Formula 1 season. Yeah. And if you assume the basic calendar of a grace every two weekends, so like the 21 or actually it's 23 rounds, I think. So, so 23. So it's even assuming a basic two-week grace. So the Formula 1 calendar is 46 weekends and you're racing on – eight of those weekends that's you know yeah that's yeah that's just that's so many that's even like last season weeks. even with COVID they had 12 rounds and this season they've got well, listen, they've, they've, redu- so. they've reduced it and but it's the same number of races because they've gone from two races to three races yeah and they've done that to reduce costs yeah so they're not moving everything around as much but it's like in that case you need to put it in a more condensed like have it eight straight rounds or something, or like eight rounds across 12 rounds or something like that. Rather than over the full and that Because that means they can do that chunk and then, you know, they can easily work out deals. Oh, you know, on that, but my, my F2 season is going to finish here and then, hey, I can, you know, I, there's other entire like, categories that run more on the off seasons or, you know, I'm doing this and then, hey, I can come drive your car in WEC or IndyCar or DTM or whatever category it is. You know, we'll fucking get Piastri down Super to Formula, for Formula a E. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That's the thing. Yeah, all yeah, of these yeah. things and that, but it's harder to do that when you know, because that's the thing. Because then they can do that in a block. So it might be they have this, and then they can do the entire second half of some category. Otherwise, the way it is, they've got this all spread out through the year, and they have a weekend here or a weekend there yeah. they can do it. And you know, obviously, like Lungard doing a, a one-off run in IndyCar is fine, but for a lot of things, you know. You don't want to plug some driver into your car for one race and then not have him there again. You'd much rather have him in there for five straight weekends. We can get more familiar with the car, get better and better each week. It just doesn't time out well. And it's so frustrating having these huge gaps. 
because you just love out of it. Like I, you know, I forgot F two was a thing. That you you mentioned oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, we've got to get um, F two for you. Well, going I I week. barely I barely remembered <laughs> either, and, and I'm probably yeah. it's unfortunate. I wish these two Grand Prix were flipped because like I'll probably be way more ready and about for Russia, and probably more keen into it, and that, but. Obviously, Monza was like I don't think Russell nearly as good as Monza. No, I, probably probably the best weekend of the F two season oh, so either. far for I my think, money. I think it carried the best weekend for probably both categories. Oh, Monza, Monza, this is this is third or fourth straight year Monza's done, but definitely two straight years for F two. Monza has delivered in absolute bags. The it's Temple of Speed, baby. Indeed. Especially after Silverstone wasn't very good. Yes, went you know is isn't theory one of the better tracks on the calendar? So it was good, yes. but yeah, far too much of a gap in between. Um, races and it, yeah, it is no, it's frustrating something needs to change you know they need to take care of their podcasters you know we're out here putting out good content but we're, we're getting reckon. lackadaisical in between you know trips um, to the, uh, so the yeah. microphone there do you have any other sort of takeaways from the weekend or from after race 3 I didn't really give you a chance to mention your obscure post race 3 nights <laughs> um, no I, I did like Probably the quote of the weekend. There are a few great quotes, some anti-Dilatic quotes, etc. But the quote of the weekend for me came from uh, Dan Big Dictum. Can we ask them really nicely if we can have another couple of laps? Because obviously <laughs> he was uh, making a run there. Did like that. But um, you know what? Fans. I know we've got lots of fans. Shout out to Craig Beard. He's been getting involved in the messages. Shout out to Bill Burns. He's been getting involved. Shout out to Annie Verma. We've got some fans, Matt. If you're keen for some more FC content, we'll be back next week with uh, a mid-season grades show. Well, we hope. That. We'll see whether we follow through on that. Depends on if my computer can live and uh, how active yeah. we are. Productive. But we'll, we'll endeavour to be back with a bit of a mid-season. Slightly late mid-season review. Obviously, if we thought about it, we would have done it as a nice little preview back into this. Oh, yeah. Weekend, yeah. But, yeah, we'll chuck a, chuck a mid-season, mid-season review, give you a rundown of some driver grades of who, who we think is doing well, who we yep. think is doing well. Liam not. Lawson to get he, an A+. Plus. He, Piastri is probably looking at an A. Um, <laughs> Alessio Deletta is also looking at an A. Um, <laughs> but David Beckman, probably an F-. minus. Okay. Not not gonna, not giving the D to David? No, no, no. He's getting, getting an F. Wow. Getting an F. He's been Harsh as fuck. Uh, Liam Lawson gets a not applicable because <laughs> he's just not worth giving a grade to. He's been so unlucky this season, man. He's been so unlucky. It's been ridiculous. But regardless, I hope you've enjoyed listening. If you have listened, check us out on all the uh, socials or on Instagram, Facebook. Not on Twitter because Twitter is a psyop. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Matt, thanks that's, for uh, thanks my, for joining that's us. That's my name. You spelled Dragovich's name wrong. Druggy. It's got an O, not a U. I don't care. I don't care at all. I've been Deshaun. I've had a great day. Thanks for listening. Peace. into the Roger Chicane. Look at this from Lawson, gets past. Fantastic move from Liam Lawson, who moves up to second place past Guan Yu Zhou.